0: Welcome to this episode of our story, the Fort St. John story, Fort St. John Alliance Church story. However, you want to say it. Today, I'm really excited to have my friend, my co worker, the man with the beard, and no longer the mohawk, Pastor Caleb. Thanks for Hello joining there.
1: me. Well, thank you for inviting me.
0: I'm really disappointed you don't have your mohawk anymore. <laughs> Although,
1: My wife was not disappointed, though.
0: I know she probably was the one that was vote probably had the loudest voice, really. So
1: yes, she uh, she put up with it for two weeks, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at
0: that. Yeah, exactly. She she endured it for that long, right? So yes, yeah. So I'm excited to have you on the podcast. you People haven't heard from you in a while. They get to hear you uh, preach on a Sunday morning once in a while and do your Devo, but we thought this would be nice to have you on the podcast and to kind of dive into um, how things are going for you these days, how your journey towards healing and wholeness. Those yeah. are Andrew words. Yeah, there's.
1: So. It's, a, it's a long journey, but uh, yeah, one that gives you lots of chance to grow and to learn and to trust Jesus throughout that process. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I I try to uh kind of live by the the model that uh, I will share my weakness so that others can see his strength. So yeah, I'm happy to share anything. Um yeah, that that I can.
0: Awesome. Well, I I really appreciate through your journey which has been l- uh, for sure the last year and a bit, year and a half. It's we we know it has been longer than that um but i really appreciate your on your authenticity and your honesty whenever we've been able to hear from you about this and so um why don't you like kind of walk us through what the last few months have been for you because i think we heard probably back in the summertime as you were starting to kind of come back to work a little bit kind of maybe share with us if you feel so inclined to um kind of what's what the last few months have held for you
1: Yeah. Um, I got to the point where I was, um, kind of able to function, um, fairly well just around home. And that was that kind of that signal that, uh, I was ready to take on a little bit more. Uh, so, you know, talking through things with my doctor, uh, we decided to, to start me back at work just a, a little bit at a time. And, uh, Yeah, it was a little rocky at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, The first couple weeks were just absolutely draining. Just the the act of coming here and going home was enough to just kind of wipe me out for the day. So it it took a little while to get going. But after that, slowly, um, I got to the point where I think it was four hours a week or something like that I did for the first few weeks. I got to the point where that wasn't killing me um, and then got to the point where maybe that was even almost comfortable and then we stepped it up a little bit and kind of throughout the process we've been stepping it up just a little bit at a time. um, Just trying to monitor and make sure that I'm able to function at home and at work at the same time because uh, sometimes it's too easy put all my energy into one, one place or the other and, uh, not be giving my best in both places. Mm -hmm. And so just trying to be really careful to do it in a way that where I can put my best in when I'm here at work and yet still have enough energy and capacity to give my best at home. Uh, my wife and my kids deserve that. And this church deserves, uh, me to be at my best when, when I'm here as well. So,
0: Mm -hmm. so is there like, how do you gauge that? Is it just kind of on how you feel each week or like, is, are there certain kind of parameters you've set for yourself? Even, and the reason I ask is for, for somebody who else may be struggling, because I, even as you're saying that, I'm like, how many of us that are quote unquote healthy, and I use that loosely, don't evaluate with that in mind, you know, on a weekly basis, I don't I don't sit there and ask myself, am I giving my best at home and at work and not being overwhelmed in one or the other? So I think that would be really interesting for us to hear.
1: Yeah, one of the things um, is definitely, um, yeah, Mm self-evaluation. But one of the things I find really helpful is um, my doctor asks me almost exactly the same questions each time I talk to them. And it just really helps to have that external person looking at kind of the same questions being answered. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually it's about a month apart. Sometimes it's a little bit more than that. Um, And I try not to remember what I said last time. I try to just answer the question kind of as quickly as I can, not, not overthink it, just answer the question, be honest about how, how it's been going with each of the questions. And that gives them a pretty good idea of, of where the change has happened. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes the self-evaluation can be a little bit difficult, um, especially if you've had a really good day or a really bad day going into the evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, it can really skew kind of how you feel about the last month, or um, maybe even just about the whole process. Right. Um, so,
0: so you're. So what I hear you saying is mm-hmm. even just being honest with where you're at with whoever the person is that's asking you, and in this case, your doctor. Yeah. Just being very honest. In that moment, not comparing it to, because even as you're saying that, I'm like, I feel like it's like the eye doctor questions, like, did I get this right last time? What, what is what is that letter in that row that I I'm sure I remember it from last time? But
1: yeah, that's a terrible feeling when you you do it a second <laughs> time and you realize you said something different the first time yeah. and the second time. Yeah, yeah. With this, it's it's um, it is similar to that, but it, again, it like like going to the optometrist, it's the optometrist who can see. The change, right? It's right. not it's not us that can really tell the change sometimes, because for us, it changes slowly over time and our perspective can be skewed. We can think that we're seeing perfectly fine, uh, but then the doctor says, no, you definitely need glasses. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, it is just really helpful having that outside person. And yes, of course, you have to try to be honest uh, as much as possible with yourself and, and with whoever's asking you mm-hmm. those questions. But if you are struggling, uh, trying to find a person you trust to have those confer- conversations and just check in with you on a regular basis. Yep,
0: that's good good advice. Um, so here we are. You've been, like, I think you started coming back, like, July-ish or yeah. end of June, June yeah. early July. Um, so so where are you at today? Like, you okay. know, if you kind of give a snapshot of, um, like, I think you, you were very like watching you go through the kind of incremental increase. um, I was impressed with how, how, and realizing it wasn't just you making these decisions, but very, very wisely moving forward intentionally, but also not being afraid to say, hey, I need to do another week at just this hours or whatever. So here we are, end of the year, end of December, what can you share
1: <laughs> yeah I'm uh, I'm currently doing about 17 hours a week which is really close to half time um, and yeah in the new year we will be assessing again mm-hmm. um, whether we can bump that up a little bit um, so yeah right now uh, usually doing those 17 hours over three days a week the, the Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday um, but part of part of the process is sometimes, um, making the hard decision to say right now i 'm not at my best i need to I need to go home and come back on Friday instead mm-hmm. and just uh yeah being having that freedom to be able to say i 'm not able to do that right now, um, I want to do better at it, so i 'm going to kind of change the plan and I think that 's something I struggled with before is to kind of admit that that moment was a hard one mm-hmm. um, I didn't necessarily find it hard to say I was struggling kind of on the the bigger scale but to say in a moment no I just can't do that right now uh, can we reschedule this mm-hmm. things like that I found really hard um, yeah I just I don't quite understand why yet but that that was the case and now I find it really helpful uh, I know just a couple of weeks ago I was having a really hard day and I just couldn't seem to get through any tasks. And I just remembered I had a, a video that I needed to watch and just being able to, its about an hour and a half video watching it. I was able to, to concentrate and to actually take it in, but just not having to produce material and be like writing things really just changed that afternoon for me. Right. I was able to still be productive uh, even though I wasn't, at my best for doing this other task, I'd say, no, I can't do that right now. I'll come to back to that at a different time. Right now I'll do this task that I can do. And yeah, just feeling the freedom to do that, not feeling that I'm somehow um, not doing what I should in doing that. Right. Not feeling like I've somehow uh, let people down or, um, yeah, failed in some way. Um, and I think a really big part of that has been uh, the support system around me, um, all the staff, um, my wife, the doctors, um, yeah, just everyone, um, just really m- meaning it when they say, just let me know how you're doing, right? Just that that very authentic, you can just tell us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has really, really helped me throughout this whole process.
0: That's good. And you just took away my next question because that was <laughs> going to be <laughs> that was going to be along those lines. But that's it is encouraging to hear because I mean I think for for us like in my role we've had some very frank conversations and honest discussions about you know even for us as staff what to look for what to ask you how to kind of help you on this. And so I think it is really a mutual like you're being honest with us and us feeling like we can be honest with you and both and saying, Hey, we need you to do this or else, or, or also let us know if you can't, like there's, there's kind of that mutual honesty and authenticity.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so important. um, Just to be able to trust the people around you. And I don't mean that um, in a way that is kind of surface. I mean, to trust the people to react well even if you tell them something hard right, right? right. Um, cuz it's it's easy to trust somebody when you you're going to tell them that you you won the lottery uh. <laughs>
0: everybody loves you yep. everybody's going to be hate you at the same <clears throat> time yep.
1: when you tell them that um but yeah when you're you're saying something went wrong just to be able to trust them to um yeah, yeah to still care yeah. right to, to not not just be overwhelmed with whatever the problem was, but still care about you and I've just really felt that through this this whole season and uh, and even uh, the times that I've got to to preach and to share, um, I have always felt that um, this congregation has always just been kind of cheering me on, just just waiting for me to do great things. I've never felt that I have this this pressure where they're expecting me to do great things they're actually um, cheering me on and 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 urging me on in a good way to do great things mm-hmm. so that's just been a blessing in my life
0: that's awesome that you can see that and feel that and that's so encouraging and um, so what through this kind of reentry process for you um, what has God kind of been teaching you or continuing to show you over these last few months
1: Yeah, I think that um, one of the big things is to do with fear and particularly fear when it comes to um, failing at doing what God has called me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a a generally fearful person in most things, but this, for me, carries a lot of weight. Um, And so trying to, to learn how to accept the seriousness of what I, I do, but also the blessing of what I get to do, um, because they, they are both there, um, and if we, we focus on, on just one or the other, um, that's not a healthy view, and so I was focusing very much on the responsibility, the burden of, of leading people and, um, and doing what God has called me to do, and I don't want to diminish that side of it, but mm-hmm. I wasn't um, balancing it well with the joy and the, just the the blessing it is to be called into those things. And so just as I'm in this season now trying to reenter, um, trying to be conscious to look for those things, trying to be conscious to, to actually take note of them uh, because it's it's way too easy to remember the bad thing that happened and forget about the, the 10 smaller good things that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So often uh, because our emotions are are so strong in those bad moments that they cloud our memory and we can just remember those bad moments. And yeah, just being very conscious to in your mind, just mark out the the good things that happened so you can look back on them and, and kind of balance things out. Mm
0: -hmm. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think I've, I've really appreciated you being back. Like I've, I miss, I would text your wife once in a while and we would yeah. joke about like how I missed your argumentative.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it was three days after I was back that you made a comment about something like, uh, and to think, I was missing you.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. I,
1: I, may, I may annoy you every once in a while. Every once well. in
0: a while, yeah. Now we get to work across cl- the hallway from each other. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, like I think one thing that you have taught me over the years, because we've worked together for, like, four years or something now, um, just that oftentimes we disagree <laughs> on things, but that there's still such a mutual respect and appreciation for the other person's perspective, and you have continued to encourage me to um, think through things a lot. Like, you, you ask him really good questions, and then I'm sometimes scared as I'm talking, and then you've got, like, a twinkle in your eye, and I, can, I just know this big... Like question is going to come because you're just wanting to challenge and yeah. but you do it with such a not a, an attacking nature but with a invitation for me to think through what i believe and what i think and so this is me publicly thanking you for for that um that co-worker relationship that we get to have <laughs> so
1: yeah it is it is really fun and yeah as you talk about that kind of that that challenge it isn't just a challenge saying that you're wrong Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's a challenge saying i want you to show me why you you believe that right because i want to understand i don't i don't just want you to change and believe what i believe right i want to actually i want to challenge you so i can understand it it's not uh, trying to get you to change your opinion as much as trying to get you to change my opinion
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and even I think I always I, I've learned over time mm-hmm. <laughs> to to receive it as a, also you're challenging me to think better or think yeah. deeper. And and um, that is that is something that I think in our world we don't do often that even if you're not trying to get somebody to like oftentimes when we discuss things, we want the other person to see our way of thinking versus inviting that person share with me what you believe, share with me what you think, and inviting them, that person into the honest dialogue back and forth. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, one of, the, one of the fun things from when I was a barber was I got to talk to, you know, 20, sometimes 30 people in a day, and they were all experts in something. Mm-hmm. And so I could go to work, and at the end of the day, no... Twenty more things in these random, random fields. Sometimes it was work or life, and just have these people explain to me something that that they knew so much better than me. Mm-hmm. And it just really taught me that uh, you you can't think that you are smarter than anyone, because there is always something that that person has that they can show you. Mm-hmm. They they might. Uh, struggle with something that you find easy but the exact opposite is true as well
0: Mm -hmm. that we can learn from any like we can learn from everybody and and that is such a good reminder for us i think as we continue on and learn how to to get along with each other (laughs) I allowed to say that?
1: Yeah, not just you and me specifically, just you though. Me. Just you're, you're not, you're not insinuating we're ha- we're having uh, coworker we're problems. No. we co-work.
0: unless I whistle. Yes, which, and that's... and that <laughs> drive you a little crazy. And
1: yes, but. Aaron may be a little bit more into music than me, and may hum and whistle tunes for hours on end. Sometimes I tried to keep the heard.
0: Christmas music like not when you were around this year. I tried to really be mindful of yeah, She's that.
1: not talking about December, people. She's talking <laughs> about, like, September and October.
0: Yeah, November mm. was justifiable that I was listening to Christmas music. I'm planning and prepping. Um, mm. Yeah, well, I is there anything that, as we wrap up here, that we can even be praying for you as we go into, like, 2022? I can't believe I have to say that yeah, word now. Yeah, that is,
1: that is a crazy thought. Yeah, just... Uh, as I've kind of mentioned, like that, that way that things are being kind of put into perspective right now, that, uh, that ability to uh, do my best here at work and at home, just pray that God would continue to provide me the strength to do those things. And, uh, and also that part I talked about with the kind of the fear versus the reward of the things that I get to do, just mm-hmm. pray that God would continue to show me uh, the blessings and the rewards that, that are there and help them to kind of stand out and uh, tip the scales back where they should be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just is kind of a last thing, not necessarily a way that you can pray for me, but just in general, if you are struggling, if you feel overwhelmed, it's not a sign of weakness to talk to people about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just reminded of this, uh, teaching my kids something here recently. Uh, One of my kids just felt like they had to do it on their own, their schoolwork on their own, and then see how they did rather than asking for help before they handed it in. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I think that's how we we kind of approach things in life sometimes is We've got to get it perfect before we show it to anybody. Yeah. And that's just not the case. The people in your life that, that you trust and love are put there to help you, and you're there to help them. It's, it's, uh, that's the beautiful thing of, of God's plan is that uh, we all get something out of it, and we all get to give something in it. Mm-hmm. His plan just encompasses all of us. And uh, yeah, nobody's always on the receiving end. Or the giving end, it's just a beautiful part of God's plan for His church and for His people.
0: Mm-hmm. But what a great reminder! I yes, we all of us need help at some point or another, and all of us have something to give. Yeah, right. And um, being intentional about building those those kind of relationships is good too. And even seeing, see, looking up and seeing who God has already put around us is, is also yeah, part it's, of it.
1: It's so Canadian of us to yeah. get together with somebody and talk about the weather, and uh, you know what they did in the last week, and and never get down to to how the other person's actually doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with talking about the weather or or the the kind of the day-to-day things, but missing the part where you actually find out how the person's doing, um, you miss out and they miss out when Absolutely. that doesn't happen.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining me on this episode. I appreciate you being my guest and well, my first official podcast. Your first official podcast. You missed yeah. Andrew being the DJ. Oh no, you were there for that day when we were doing. that. He was pretending to be a DJ from Denver. Yes, terrifying. Yes, so. I,
1: I've tried to erase that from my memory, but it <laughs> I hasn't. Think I have done a yet. picture. I don't have a recording. <laughs> so, you know.
0: um, yeah. But thanks for thanks for all you do. Thanks for diving in and being honest and real with us. Like I said your authenticity and honesty through this journey has been um, so encouraging to so many people and myself included, even if this isn't the thing in my life, but there's, there's, it's still so applicable in, in even evaluating and, and also even looking at others and seeing that, like seeing God work in your life is pretty awesome to see and being able to, to join with you in celebrating that too. So.
1: Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it is it is just uh, a joy to be around people who care for me and and just pour into me um, so much and so often.
0: I do my best to annoy you. That's all. Yeah.
1: Oh, you manage that too.
0: I know. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. And until next time, remember uh, the our final podcast actually of 2021 is coming out next week. It's a special Christmassy edition that Pastor Nick is working up. So be sure to stay tuned for that next week. And then we're going to be taking a three-week break over the Christmas vacation holidays. And then we'll be starting up in the second week of January. So uh, make sure you tune in. And if you maybe are just tuning in for the first time, you can go back and listen to lots of the other episodes we have. But uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Thanks again, Caleb. And we will talk to you next time. Until then, um, God bless.